You're listening to the Getting Mindful with Megan podcast. What's up, what's up? Okay, you guys, I'm super stoked about this episode. Today we are talking about goals and vision boards and visioning the life that we want. And I am just so pumped to teach you guys about this because this is like, this is like me and my best element. I just love it so much. So I just want to start by telling you guys a little bit about my experience with my vision board last year. So last year was the first year I ever created a vision board. And what I did is I put it together one day. I just really started like meditating on what I wanted for the new year, what I wanted my life to look like. And I didn't do everything I'm going to tell you I did this year, but I think if I did, it would have even happened faster and easier. So I'm going to just tell you about last year, but then we'll get into what I'm doing this year. So last year, I just made this vision board. I just put a bunch of stuff I wanted on it. I have one thing I wanted was I wanted two cars. Like we needed two new cars and we needed, I wanted to really develop like a morning routine. I had that on my board. I had on my board that I was going to make a certain amount of money each month. And I had on the board that I was going to like minimize and become like a minimalist. And I was going to hold a handstand in yoga. I mean, like I just had all these, these goals on this board and I put it up in my room and I looked at it every day and this is how my brain works. So I think I did this without a lot of thought or planning, but I think I started making plans of how I was going to do that. So what was really funny and really cool is that last year I needed two new cars and I literally felt like it was going to be impossible. I remember thinking like there is no way that we can buy two cars without debt or a lot of debt. Like it just doesn't make sense with our finances and what we're making right now. It just doesn't make sense. So I just remember thinking to myself, like, how on earth is this going to work? But I started making plans and I think I did it like almost subconsciously. This year I did it much more intentionally. But and what's crazy, you guys, is by the end of the year, I had accomplished every single thing on my vision board except for buying a razor. And what's crazy is we could have bought a razor, but I just chose not to. I ended up being something that I wanted to wait on and do other things first. So it was crazy. It was seriously just like so eye-opening to me and it, it pumped me up because I was like, look at this. Like it was proof for my brain that I get to create whatever I want in my life, that life doesn't just happen to me. And unless I let it, like I get to create you, I'm in control. My belief is that we're like co-creators with God. Sometimes God might come and redirect every now and then, but my favorite concept is that we get to create the results we want in our our life. And I learned and I really felt that as I as I started accomplishing all those things on my vision board. So what's funny is a lot of them manifested in different ways than I expected. So like the first one, one of the first ones was that I wanted to become like a minimalist, more be more minim, minimalistic. And so that one ended up being a funny way it manifested in my life. We ended up downsizing from our already tiny house into a more tiny house. And I was just forced to get rid of half my stuff. But I was like, at the end of the year, I was like, oh, check that off. And so many of them just happened in ways that I didn't even know could or would happen. And so it taught me to trust the process. If you are giving a hundred percent, if you're giving your best effort and you're doing all that you can to make sure that those things happen, then 
there's no reason it won't happen. I think that that's where God comes in and he provides the rest for you. And sometimes it's not even always on our timetable, but it will happen. I really believe that. So I'm here to tell you that you get to create the life you want. But what I want you to know is that it's going to take hard work and it's going to take stepping out of your comfort zone and it's going to take working through negative emotions and it's just going to be hard work. And I know that, but I know you can do it. So I don't really believe in the law of attraction in the way of like, I don't believe in like the woo woo way of a law of attraction, just being honest. I don't think you can just put something on a board, hang it in your bathroom and it will all happen. I really don't believe in that. I don't think that's what happened for me even. I think that I was planning and preparing and making it happen. So I don't believe you can just be like, I will have a million dollars and then you just have a million dollars. Like, I think it takes a lot more than that. What I do believe though, is that we create what we want through our beliefs. What we believe is what will manifest. So today I want to teach you how to set a goal, how to make a goal that actually makes sense and works, how to manage your brain when it starts to get tricky and when you fall off the path and how I create my vision board. So first thing I want you to do is I just want you to take a minute to dream and you might have to push pause on here, but I want you to think of what the best version of your life looks like. And I want you to not go small, like go big, like what is like best version of you? I just want you to think like down the road, five years, what does it look like if everything goes exactly how you would want? What are you doing? What are you wearing? Who are you with? What are your relationships like? What is your relationship like with yourself? What thoughts do you think? Do you go on vacations? What does your house look like? I mean, like really start to dream about it. Are you working? And I want you to take a minute. You can push pause and I want you to write it all out. Next, I want you to think, what are the three biggest priorities in your life? This is important. I think it's important to know what your priorities are because if you don't align your goals with your priorities, you will feel out of alignment. And that's the only way I know how to explain it is you will feel out of alignment. It won't feel easy. It won't feel peaceful. So I'm going to give you mine as my example, and then you can write out yours. So my first biggest priority is my own growth. I believe that becoming more like my heavenly father and increasing my spirituality is the most important thing in my life. I think that taking care of my body and my mind is very important. My own personal development is what I've determined to be my biggest priority. I believe that when I take care of my own needs, my personal needs, my personal growth, that I am able to serve and love and help people so much better that this one just for sure for me goes as top priority in my life. The second priority that I've deemed the second most important is my family. How I show up as a wife and a mother and a sister is just really, really important to me. I love family. I want that to matter and it does matter. It matters so much to me. So second priority is my family. My third priority is how I create value for the world. I believe so strongly that how I contribute to the world really matters. And I believe that I have gifts and talents to share and I have value to create and to give. And that is a big priority to me is how am I contributing back to the world? So I want you to take a second, maybe push pause again and write them all out. Three biggest priorities. Good. 
Okay, so now you have an idea of what matters to you and what you want your life to look like and what you want it to feel like and how you want to feel. Now I want you to take a minute and I want you to write down 10 specific goals. And this is where I'm going to get a little bold and I'm going to call you out because I want you to know exactly what you're going to accomplish and why. And I don't want you to write something like read more (laughs) or go on more adventures. The goals need to be more specific than that. You can't measure that. That is going to be so confusing for your brain. Like what even is more? Explain more. How much? Give me more details. And then so what I want you to write out is I want you to write out your goal and I want you to take it to the present moment. For example, I have a goal. Let me find a good one. Yeah, I have a goal that I practice a morning routine every single day. Now notice I didn't write I'm going to practice or I want to practice. I wrote I practice a morning routine every day. Every single day. And then I follow up with why. Why? Because I so heavily value personal time to study my scriptures and my spiritual text. I value growth over everything. And this is my personal alone time to work on my growth. I love how I feel when I move my body. And I know that doing this sets me up for the life that I've always dreamed of. This is my why is because this goal is going to get me to the dream and get me to the life that I want to create. So I want you to get specific. I want you to write the goal in the present. I do this. I am this. I think this, right? And then you need to write your why. And I want you to make sure that why is like a hard why. It's like something you really, really care about. And if you don't, maybe re think about that, that goal, maybe re-examine it. Is it really something that you want? Because if it's not, it's going to be really hard to find a why. But if it's something you really genuinely care about, I want you to write your why out and, and you'll have a good why. So let me give you a few examples from my list and then you can push pause. So my first goal that I'm going to tell you guys about is that I quit consuming social media and any type of entertainment or news type media. That is my goal for 2020. Have I been perfect at it? No, no, not at all. This one's been a little um, harder for me. It doesn't matter because I'm still going to do it. So I quit consuming social media and any type of news or entertainment media. Why? Because I know this goal will help me accomplish all the other goals. I'll be less concerned with what people think, more optimistic, more focused. I'll have more time and I'll be more present in my time, my mind and body. I am a mother that is aware of her kids and I don't drown them out with screens. I do not consume social media or entertainment type media. And that's what I wrote for goal number one. Goal number two was I practice a morning routine. We already went over that one. Goal number three, This one I'm excited about. This one is, I have a podcast that I post to at least weekly. I spend six hours of my week creating content and sharing value with the world. Why? Because I believe that I have a gift for teaching. I believe that I'm an excellent communicator and I trust God when he tells me to share my gifts and talents. I don't question that commandment at all. I don't. I believe that when I follow the commandments, when I do what God asks me, I prosper and I want to prosper. So for me, this is a hard why. Like this one is easy for me to be working on because I believe it so deeply. I also believe you guys that it's good karma to put out to contribute back into the world. And I also believe that being an active contributor in our world aligns with my best self. And that's something that makes me feel really good. And I like that. So pause here and write out your goals and your why. 
Now, I want you to call on your future self for some help. The past version of you, she doesn't see it. She hasn't done it before. All she can see is how it maybe hasn't happened in the past. She doesn't know this version of you that makes your dreams happen. Like past version of you is not helping you. But it's so funny how we always call on our past. We're always like, yeah, but one time I tried to lose 20 pounds and I gave up and binge ate. So I better not try again. And I don't even know how because I tried it and it didn't work. And so I'm not going to do it. It's not helping you (laughs) to call on your past self or to ask any past version of you how to do it. Who I want you to harness in and call on is your future self. So I want you to close your eyes and I want you to imagine that it's the end of the year or it's been the five years or however long it's going to take you to accomplish these goals. It's maybe these are six month goals or maybe they're a year goal or two year goals or whatever. But I want you to imagine it's the end of the year and you did it. You accomplished them. You did everything you wanted to do. Imagine it like it happened. What does it feel like? To me, it kind of feels like tingly in my body, like in a good way. It feels exciting. What does it feel like for you? You did it. You created it. What do you feel? Now let that emotion and that feeling run through your body. Feel that excitement, that deep gratitude. You're living into your best self. I am so betting. I'm betting you're feeling confident. I'm betting you're feeling powerful. I bet you're feeling full of love for yourself and for God. And you're so full of abundance, right? Because you did that. Now, let me tell you something. So we often try to reach our goals by doing. We've been taught our whole lives that actions lead to results that lead to a feeling. For example, if I practice really hard, then I will make the... I will make the team and then I will feel so good, right? But that's not really how it works. Actually, it doesn't work like that at all. I think feelings need to come first. Actually, no feelings need to come first. So what I want you to do is, as I want you to think of it like this, if I feel good, if I feel abundant, if I feel confident, if I feel gratitude, if I feel excited, then I will practice so hard and then I will create the result that I want, right? And then I think after you get the result, you'll just feel even more gratitude. So remember, feelings first. You need the right feelings to propel the action. If you're feeling inconfident and crappy and you feel like you can't do it and you feel like I've never done this before, I don't even know how and you have those thoughts and so you're feeling overwhelmed, do you think you're going to act like you're going to practice so hard? Is your practice going to be the type of practice that comes from a space of anxiety and stress and grasping. You have to have the result to feel good. Or what if you just feel good and then you get the result? That's how it really works. So I want you to remember feelings first. Now from this space, if I freaking did this, I want you to write down exactly how you made it happen. And this is something I'm learning so deeply in my life right now, you know. I'm learning that we love to indulge in confusion. I think it feels better than action a lot of times. A lot of us are nervous or scared of action. We know that on the other, sometimes action comes with a little bit of discomfort. And so we indulge in like confusion. It's easier to be like, I don't know than it is to like put the podcast out and let people judge you, right? But if it's important to you, like all the different spiritual texts, like the scriptures, the Bhagavad Gita, like every philosophy I have learned from, like when you learn about like Stoics and the Greeks, like everybody teaches this. Like if you feel called to do it, 
through either depending on your religion, like the Holy Ghost, inner guidance, the spirit through your intuition, you will know how to accomplish the things you're called to do. And I believe that's so strong that if you are called to do it, that you will know the way to do it. So let me give you some examples. When I think of the best version of Megan that totally didn't consume the garbage content and I think of how she did it, I think she did it probably, the first thing she did was probably got rid of the apps on her phone. I think she probably scheduled her days so that she wasn't like, had nothing to do and was like, eh, I'll just get on my phone, right? I think she probably asked her husband to help her on this one to keep her in line. I think she was really aware of her priorities and constantly focusing on what her priorities were. And I think she did that by having them listed somewhere she could see them all the time. I think that she really practiced sitting in negative emotions because I think that sometimes I use my phone as a buffer for negative emotions. So I feel something negative and I just pull my phone out to kind of like soften the hurt or the, the negativity. And instead, I think what I learned to do is sit in those negative emotions and be okay with them and accept them and then let them go. Um, when we resist by like grabbing our phone and scrolling instead of dealing with it, it's like pushing down a beach ball into the water and those emotions, they end up popping up eventually. And it causes much more of a splash than if we just let the beach ball roll on by. So I learned how to process negative emotions. I think she probably set a timer like this is something I think I'm that I have on my list for my do goals is like when I post on social media, because I do want to create for social media, that when I do post on there, that I have a scheduled time that I post and I set a timer for how long I'm going to spend re- responding and looking at the post. And then when it was done, I think I put my phone down and I got busy with creating the rest of the life that I'm looking for. So now you do this. I want you to prioritize them, put them in order. What did you do? What is the order you did it in? Good. So now you have your goals written out and you kind of have a plan. And I'll tell you, like, it it depends on how you like to do it. I would go in at this point now and I would schedule when you're going to do that stuff. Like for me, I have like, I wrote six hours a week of podcast and content creation to put out in the world. Now, when am I going to, I've got to schedule that six hours in, right? So I would go into my schedule or my planner and I would schedule it in. But now that you have a plan and you have your goals, you can put them in your vision board on a vision board. And this is how I create my vision board. I use Adobe Illustrator. You don't have to have Illustrator. You can use Google Drawings. So if you have a Gmail account and you go to your drive and then you go to Google Drawings, you'll have a page and then you can literally just copy and paste the pictures over. I copy and paste the pictures onto my vision board and then I just print it out. That's literally all I do. I sometimes add text and I'll, like to remind me like what it is. So if I have a, a picture of food, I write like, I eat this much or I eat this type of food or whatever. But that's all I do to create the vision board. And then I hang it somewhere I see it all the time. Mine's in my master bathroom. That's where I keep mine. So the reason we do the vision board is it's really good to visualize your goals, to look at them daily. And then also it's just going to help you stay committed and keep them at the forefront of your mind. If not, sometimes they just start to slip. So here's like where I think this gets to be the most important part of this whole spiel on goals. Your brain is going to do some things once you start. How many of you have started a goal and then like let it fizzle away, right? No big deal. That happens. (laughs) But I want to tell you what's going on. This is what's happening in your brain. Your brain is designed to keep you safe. 
tries to keep you out of any discomfort or pain, sends you lots and lots of warnings and tells you when anything could be off or something that you don't want or something you don't want to feel. It sends you tons of warnings. And this is what happens when you go on a goal. I want you to imagine you're driving in a car and you're feeling like a million bucks. You just started out on your journey. You're like, heck yeah, I'm so motivated. This is going so good. And you're driving through this beautiful neighborhood. And you're like, this is so wonderful. I think this is so easy. This is so good. And then you turn the corner and it gets a little bit rough. The neighborhood starts to get rough and it almost seems like kind of like a dangerous neighborhood. And your brain is like, hey man, hey, danger, danger ahead. (laughs) Things are getting uncomfortable here. This will probably never end. (laughs) You should turn around. Let's not keep going. Let's just turn around. How many times have you listened to that? I know I have so many times I've been like, you're right. It's uncomfortable to like have to wake up and work out. I'll just go back to sleep. I'll just turn around. I just won't keep going on this goal. And seriously, what is so funny is that it doesn't make any sense. (laughs) The only way to not accomplish your goal is if you turn around. So the next thing that happens a lot of times is we're driving down the road. We get into that rough neighborhood and we're like, oh, this is hard. I'm just going to pull over for a minute. And then your brain is like, like you stop. Like, let's say you just like you, you lost focus for a second. So you like pulled off on the side of the road, right? Now, does it make sense? How many times you start a goal, you don't do it for a day. And so you decide to turn around. So think about it. You pulled off at a rest stop and in your brain's like, hey, you're not going to be there by 446. So you better turn around and not go at all. And you're like only 20 minutes away from your goal. But you're like, "Okay, I'll turn around brain. You guys, it makes no sense. (laughs) It makes no sense. But we do it all the time. What if what if instead you just told decided to believe this? Oh, I stopped at a rest stop. I bet I guess the best thing to do would probably be just hop back on the road and keep on driving right? Or what if you were like, yeah, this isn't the nicest part of my drive, but I'll keep going so I can get to that beautiful, amazing destination that I'm wanting to get at. Your brain is going to tell you that there is danger, that there's something wrong. Ease your brain's mind. Say, oh, this is just this is just this neighborhood. We're going to we're going to drive right out of here and it's going to get a lot better. And it will it will get better. So this is so important. These are the things I want you to take away from today. One, I want you to know your why. I want you to know why you are making these goals. Because you might be at a rest stop and be like, forget this. It isn't even worth it. I don't even know why I'm on this trip. Is this even important? Should we just go back? It's, you know what? My bed seems nice. But you know what's crazy is you're looking to sleep at a mansion at the next bed. And it's going to have the comfiest bed you've ever had in your entire life. Don't turn around for your crappy bed. (laughs) The next thing I want you, you to know is that you have to believe it. You have to believe that you can do it. If you're driving through the neighborhood and you're like, I don't think my car will make it. I need to turn around right now. That's what you do if you don't believe it. It gets a little bit hard. You're like, I can't do this. Turn around. You have to believe that you can get there. How are you going to believe it? How are you going to keep going? What do you have to do to believe it? For me, the thing that helps the most is just meditating on that belief. I let my brain run wild sometimes. I say, okay, brain, we're going to meditate on belief. We're going to sit in belief. I'm going to allow you to 
to believe anything, whether it's true or not, all the evidence, we're going to put it aside. And I just want you to believe. And I'll tell myself affirmations like, I believe I can do this. I believe I was made to do this. I believe through God and hard work, I can do this. Another thing I do is I pick thoughts that help me. That's pretty much affirmation. So I pick thoughts that help me for my goal on the podcast is that I take care of my own needs. So when my thought comes up that I worry about what people think or somebody might judge me, I I take care of my own needs. No big deal, brain, because I'll just I'll tell myself that I'm proud of me. I don't need anyone else to tell me I'm proud of me. I take care of myself. Don't worry about it. So I pick thoughts that help me. And then I remember my why. I read my why all the time. I think about my why all the time. This is getting kind of long, but I want to end with just reminding you that I believe so strongly that anything you feel called to do in your life, that God is going to show you the way and he's going to provide a way. So if you feel called to get off your phone like me, or if you feel called to start a business, or if you feel called to read more engaging good books or write a good book or anything you feel called to do, if you feel called to exercise more often, if you feel called to fill your body and fuel your body with good food, I totally believe that God will provide the way and help you, but it is going to take hard work. So thank you so much for listening to me. If you guys liked this, will you like screenshot it and share it on your social media? Or will you tag me and tell me what you thought? Show me your goals. I'm just like excited about this. I want to see what everybody's goals are this year. I want to see what you guys are up to. Connect with me, write me on Instagram. Thanks.